재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Welcome back. The weekend is approaching rapidly, and so are the summer months. So people's minds are turning to how to spend their leisure time. That's why around this time every week, we invite Time Out Soul Magazine, a great resource for ideas on how to spend your time creatively, into the studio. One of the editors is here. Her name is Hana Yoon, and as usual, she's going to tell us about how to have fun in the city, this time with some of the biggest upcoming annual music fests. Hey, Hana. Hi, Kurt. <laughs> summer is the, well, late spring, I should say, and the summer is really the time for live music, outdoors, al fresco in Seoul, right? Yeah, I feel like bigger than concerts here is really like music festivals yeah. and making like a few day events with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, do you go to any of these music oh, festivals? Oh my goodness, yes. I'm, I've got my <laughs> tickets in hand for the Seoul uh-huh. Jazz Fest coming up. Oh, you do? Of, oh, uh-huh. yeah. A friend mm-hmm. of mine are going to do the whole, you know, pack a massive cooler full okay. of uh, goodies uh-huh. and uh, bring sort of back pillows and, and a blanket wow. and get some great real estate on both days. So I guess you should be the one telling me all about Soul Jazz Fest. <laughs> I can tell you about last year's. I don't know much about what's coming up this year. I can tell you that last year was phenomenal. With, oh, was um, it? The, the highlight uh-huh. act was Sergio Mendez, and they had uh, Astrid Gilberto's daughter there, mm-hmm. and so many great acts last time. Okay, well, um, are you a big fan of jazz? Yes. Okay, well, I have to say that like, I really like jazz, but I've never been to Soul Jazz Fest. You're going to do it this year? No, I'm not, and the thing is, I just feel like, and I'm going to talk about Soul Jazz Fest. I'm sure it's great, like uh-huh. because everyone that goes raves about it. For but for me personally, I really like listening to jazz in small venues. Yeah, there is that. And uh, with you know, like I just feel like jazz is meant to be indoors in a small venue with like all these people snapping their fingers. <laughs> <laughs> You've got like sort of the speakeasy stereotype in your mind, kind right, of thing, right. a dark, and smoky room. I loved going to jazz shows in New York. Sure. Um, I don't really go to them in Korea as much, but yeah, I just feel like that's my idea of soul of jazz, and that's kind of why I don't go to Soul Jazz Fest. Plus, the tickets are a little bit on the pricey. They side. are a little bit mm-hmm. on the pricey side. You have to be committed to. It, let's right, say. right. Um, the, the vibe at the Soul Jazz Fest uh, is obviously not intimate and smoky like that, but it is a very chill kind of picnic atmosphere, and right. everybody's relaxing. And the fact that it's happening over the course of say eight hours over the day, you you witness this big progression of the sun. And mm-hmm. by the time the headline act comes at night, the sun has gone down. It's gotten cooler. The colors are all very vivid, so you get this progression, which is very nice. <laughs> well, and it's the 10th anniversary this year. Is it? Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Uh, is there anyone you're looking forward to the most? Well, uh, as somebody named Kurt with a K, uh, I feel a special <laughs> brotherhood with other Kurts around uh-huh. the world. And uh, what, one of my favorite uh, male jazz vocalists happens to be a guy named Kurt Elling, who's right, going right. to be there. The baritone. Um, the baritone. He's, mm-hmm. he's got a voice like butter, and um, it's, it's going to be real, real nice. Okay. And then, of course, there's the groups. And uh, Pat Metheny, I think, is going to be there. Right, right. That's going to be awesome, too. Um, do you also have tickets to Royal Night Out? Uh, not only that, but I don't know what Royal Night Out is. Okay, so this was actually a little bit controversial because um, they have Soul Jazz Fest with, um, you know, all the lineup of the great artists that you talked about. Um, but then what they did was 
they had Damien Rice, Jamie Cullum, and Kings of Convenience and Walter Hamill as part of the original lineup. Okay. Lineup, but what they did was they made it into a separate event, which isn't included in the Soul Jazz Fest tickets. Uh huh. So a lot of people who really wanted to see these artists, because you know they're quite big names, yeah. were a little bit disappointed. Of course, yeah, I remember seeing those names on the poster, right? In the, like, right. Um, but that's actually going to happen on the eve of Seoul Jazz Fest itself, and it's a separate event. Um, but of course, for those that don't necessarily want to go to Seoul Jazz Fest, the entire event, mm. and just want to see these artists, they were a little bit pleased with that as well. Um, to me, I, I feel like these. Damien Rice, Jimmy Cullum, Kings of Convenience, and Will Turner. They're not like uh, hardcore jazz artists, um, but they are very popular here in Korea, especially Damien Rice, who's been here several times. Uh, Kings of Convenience, who are a personal favorite of mine. I wouldn't consider them very um, very hardy, very jazzy. Yeah. but yeah, they're they're going to be in the Eve event, which is happening for the first time this year for Soul Jazz Fest. And then, of course, there's going to be the Soul Jazz Fest itself. Um, and there's going to be Pat Matheny. Matheny, whose name I can never pronounce, but of course, uh, he's a you know jazz legend. Jazz won legend. twenty the Grammy twenty times. There's, um, a, there's a Pat Matheny song. Uh, this is just some background, some other stuff from uh, various artists that we're going to talk about, including Pat Matheny. But uh, there's a song of his called Squaring the Circle. Okay. And if you're ever down or feel uh-huh. glum or whatever, play that. And it just builds to this okay. amazing thing. Oh, I'll check it out because um, I've been interested. And, of course, uh, he's going to be performing with uh, musical partner and drummer Antonio Sanchez. And there's going to be bassist uh, Linda Oh, who's you know currently dominating the New York jazz scene. Cool. Um, a lot of other greats like Ramsey Lewis and John Paul Pizzarelli, right, who's going to be putting on a nap. King Cole tribute. So I think that'd be something that I might be looking forward to if I were going to Soul Jazz Fest. And Natalie Cole is now gone too, so I bet you they'll have a fill-in for her voice and have them sing together. Um, And additionally, you wouldn't want to miss uh, Esperanza Please pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see it. Esperanza Spalding. Right, oh, I right. forgot that she was going to be. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Do you yeah. listen to, to her? Uh, I've listened to her sometimes. I'm not like a hardcore fan, but yeah. I think she's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big Esperanza Spalding fan. Uh, what do you like about Kurt Elling? I don't know about him too much. Uh, Kurt Elling is a fairly straightforward, uh, by the book, jazz vocalist. He's kind of like... Uh, picture like a Michael Buble with a little bit deeper voice and okay. maybe a little bit more jazz cred. Uh-huh. Uh, he's, he's, he's great. Oh, okay, he really cool. sets, And I think we can actually hear his voice in the back. Yeah, that's his voice in the background. Okay. Um, and then, of course, I think what I was saying I personally don't like about Soul Jazz Fest, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the um, kind of different genres that they bring in, I think that a lot of people are crazy for that, you know. Yeah. Uh, and this year, uh, there's going to be the Uptown Funk guy, right? Mark Ronson. I didn't realize there was an Uptown Funk guy. I thought that was... Um, oh, the Uptown that, Funk what's, song. What's the, the, the famous singer? Uh this song. Yeah, this song. This, I mean, you he hear it everywhere. Pharrell, I think it, that's who I mean. I uh, thought Pharrell was the uptown funk guy. Oh, no. It's definitely this guy. Um, unless Pharrell does it as well, and I just don't know oh, about not, it. Oh, not uptown, not, uh, uptown um, Pharrell. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> I don't know. The famous guy. Come on. Famous guy. I don't know who you're trying to say. Oh, God. Um, and there's also, yeah, this. but this song is, like, very popular. You know, like, everyone's making covers of it now. Yeah, I should have sent you flowers, guy. That guy. 
Oh, that guy, but I don't know his name. Okay. <laughs> um, but there's also Corey and Brandy Ray. Guy. All right. Um, Jason Derulo. Okay. Bruno Mars. Right. Thank okay. you, team. All right. Finally, <laughs> I stopped dangling. All right. So, yeah, Jason Derulo. Corey and Brandy Ronson. Ray. Rufus Wainwright. Mm-hmm. I feel like his name is a tongue twister. Is it just me? I, I think Rufus Wainwright is fairly straightforward to pronounce. <laughs> but that's all right. Um, I, I get tripped up on Korean pronunciations that you breeze through, I'm sure. <laughs> well, there are also a lot of uh, talented Korean artists, like Hyoko, who's really big right now, Eddie Kim, Benzino, Eric Nam, right? A lot of ma- Korean mainstream artists who are going to be part of Soul Jazz Fest. And I think Hyoko is like quite good for mixing a lot of different genres together. So, um, you know, that's going to be a great event happening at Seoul Olympic Park that's going to be taking place from May 27th to the 29th. That sounds fantastic. I'll be at mm. both days. And despite my staggering inability to tell the difference between Pharrell and Bruno Mars, I, <laughs> I actually do like some of those groups that are um, there, and I can't wait. What other kind of stuff is going on? Okay, so um, I'm not a really big party girl, although I don't know why people think that. People think I'm a party girl, but... <laughs> Maybe um, because you are like the events editor for Time Out Soul, that would <laughs> no. kind of drop a little hint, wouldn't it? I was a party girl back in 2012, right? But I barely go clubbing anymore, unless it's for work, which is pretty (laughs) rare, too. Really, really. You club for work. Uh, Need we say more? (laughs) Um, But this one is a big event for clubbers. I mean, my friends from Tokyo, Shanghai, come here just to go to this event, which is the Ultra Music Festival. Uh Um, Have you been to this one? Uh, no, I, I think I would, even 20 years ago, I might have been a fish out of water at this thing. <laughs> well, um, you know, it's a pretty big event, especially for those people who are into EDM. Um, and I remember... Electronic dance yeah, music, right? Maybe the first time I went was four years ago, because this event is five years old. And I was really surprised, because I didn't think people partied like this in Korea. Really? Yeah, because they're like... People are, like, dressed in, like, bathing suits coming to this event. And, you know, they have, like, face paint all over themselves. And Uh everyone's massively partying, you know. Um, So it's sort of like Seoul's version of Love Parade, right? uh, I don't know Love Parade. That's, like, the thing that goes through Berlin every year. Oh, okay. Well, this event is actually international as well because it takes place in Ibiza, Miami. Okay. So uh, Ultra actually moves around from country to country. And this June is when it takes place in Korea. Mm. Um, it's a really big event. Uh, you know, there are 100 teams coming. Um, and, you know, you you have to get a bracelet to get in. Right. And actually, it's a, it can be a little bit complicated because instead of paying with um, instead of paying with cash for drinks and things like that, you can only pay with a certain card. You know, your transportation card can get you those things. Oh, really? So you should remember that if you're going to this event. Okay. Uh, the big thing that everyone's talking about at this year's event is um, Avicii's retirement. So, um, Avicii's retiring. Yeah. Say it's say it isn't so. <laughs> <laughs> who's Avicii? Avicii is um, this Swedish DJ who's only 26 years old. He debuted just in 2008. Um, I've seen him at other events. He's great. People get very pumped up for his music. He is one of the top DJs in the world right now. You're kind of smiling at me. <laughs> no, no. I, I, there are several funny things to you uh, know. He's retiring at 26. You know. Uh, Wow, you really stuck it out, didn't he? <laughs> uh, no, but uh, there are speculations that there he has he's going through health issues. Oh, okay. I hope he's uh, okay um, with that. 
Yeah, and there are other big names, of course, like Afrojack, Deadmau5, Martin Garrix. But, you know, for this year's event, because it might be Avicii's last, and probably his last in Korea, a lot of people are really looking forward to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, it is, it's really fun. No, I, yeah. I, this is, mm. uh, I totally, this is a very generational thing, and I think that um, there's a very big uh, market for EDM and, and yeah, all these DJ yeah. teams that uh, makes me think it's going to be packed at this thing this year. Honestly, even though I'm not a hardcore EDM fan, uh, just because it's such a big party and everyone's, it's such a fun environment, I think that's what makes it fun for me. But even, well, if you are in CDM, of course, I'm sure it's like even better. And uh, this year, one of their focus is on drum and bass. And um, they're going to be bringing in artists like... You mean like, drum and bass or bass the fish? Yeah, <laughs> drum and bass. Okay. Sorry for that. Uh, Chase and Status and Netsky are going to be two big names coming in as well. Um, there's going to be, you know, genre-defying artists here, uh, such as LA-based DJ Jaws. Um, and a Rabbit in the Moon, which I think is kind of a pretty name for this genre of music. Yeah. Uh, and they're a group from the States that works with several genres, such as trans, house, breakbeat. Uh, they're going to be bringing more DJs from other parts of Asia as well for the first time. Very cool. Um, so there's going to be DJs from Indonesia, Japan, Hong Kong, China. So, you know... Um, I think EDM or, you know, clubbing music or house music is really rising in the East as well. So if you're into those names, I would say really check the timetables and um, go see them on the different stages. Well, I think a lot of these artists in EDM, especially because of social media, because of the Internet, mm -hmm. they tend to be truly global phenomena. Right, you know, right. they, they, they can move almost anywhere in the world and they've mm -hmm. got a fan base, not unlike, you know, major pop acts, I think. So, yeah, uh, if I wanted to just go and be an observer or just attend this thing, how much would that set me back? Uh, it's a little bit pricey, um, and early bird and advanced tickets are sold out, but you can still get a three-day combo ticket and look for that on their international website, which you can find a link at on the timeout website. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I would say, you know, actually, considering how much a club can cost, right, considering club entrance, it's not that bad. You know, for me personally, I think it's one of the most affordable, and maybe that's just the way that I perceive it, um, festivals out there. Now, is this, you may not know the answer to that, this, mm. and that's okay. This particular uh, festival, the EDM festival, is it similar to the Jazz Fest in that you can kind of bring in your own uh, setup and drinks and whatnot, or um, can you, do you have to buy it all on site? You know, I will have to double check about that, but I remember not being able to bring in drinks when I went. Okay. Um, and maybe it's because, I, I don't know, I, I, I know for sure glass is not allowed in. No glass. So okay. maybe that's why I was confused, but you can check about that. All right. Um, and there's, although I remember people picnicking and eating kimbap there. So, that's exactly yeah, what I was wondering, yeah. if it's the same sort of picnic, kind of bring-your-own-stuff vibe um, as the jazz fests, or if it's... You can definitely bring your own food. Okay. Um, and then there's... Oh, that one is taking place June 10th to the 12th. I missed last year, but I'm definitely going to go this year. Like, no matter how much work they give me, I'm going to go. <laughs> I hope you're listening you at the office. You hear that time out, yeah. so you're getting an ultimatum from Hannah Yoon. <laughs> Um, Let's move on to another festival. This one is the opposite of expensive and, uh, you know, um, 
hardcore all day long, which is HBC Fest. I know you're kind of a fan of this one, right? I, I kind of like this one, and I'm going to, by the time this festival rolls around, I'm going to be living in HBC, so uh, it'll be just a walk down the street for me. Oh, you don't live in HBC now? Not quite yet, almost. Okay. I'm moving there. I, I wonder if you'll like it if you're living in HBC. Well, I'm up the hill, so it's no big deal. Okay. Uh, some of the neighbors are a little, at times, uh, mildly irritated at this festival because it brings together... Tons and tons and tons of expats, but increasingly Koreans as well. Yeah. And uh, it makes the street a little bit noisy, the way a festival does. A little bit noisy <laughs> might be an understatement. A little bit noisy and a little bit drunky, we must say. Yeah, because, um, you know, the past few years I've been going, I do avoid the main streets because it gets so crowded. Uh-huh. Everyone gets very intoxicated. One um, thing I, I, do you know, are they going to pedestrianize the street this year? Uh, not as far as I know, oh, God, but that's a big mistake. I think I, I think so as well. But I think the festival, which is an independent music festival, it's um, just organized by. It's taking place at the bars and restaurants in the neighborhood, as you know. Um, and it, there are a lot of local musicians, a lot yeah. of people trying things out for the first time. It's a neighborhood rock festival. All the bars there host some kind of venue, right. and you can go in and check out who you like. Is there anybody that really sticks out that people should be checking out? I think the two big names to look out for here. are... Are Pentasonic and uh, Ben from Pentasonic is actually on the Steve Hatherley show. Yeah. Um, so, and y- they're pretty talked about. We had Pentasonic, I think, for one of our shows. It was might have been the um, 10-year anniversary or something, or the 5-year anniversary. One of the shows that I was somehow involved with, I, I swear we had Pentasonic on. Um, that was the anniversary show, the 15th, oh, okay. 15th anniversary, I guess. Well, I, I've seen them at HPC Fest, and they're really good. Um, and I think another really big name is Magnafall, because they were on uh, this TV reality show. Oh, so they have a lot of followers, and... Um, you know, they they call themselves having a sound like Led Zeppelin, ACDC, right? Uh, so that's a that's a pretty big group. So I a think. classic, uh, classic era rock band. You know, salt of the earth kind of right. rock and uh, roll, and like grungy ish rock. Excellent. Yeah, but they're really fun to watch as well. Um, you know, I would say one thing I noticed is, like, a lot of people do throw out garbage on the streets during this time. And I think um, this is my personal note that I just think that everyone should pick up their own garbage and pick, throw it out. <laughs> for sure, pick up your own garbage. I would strongly encourage the city to put out trash cans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sometimes hard to find the places to throw your garbage. Put out those just plain plastic bag garbage cans the way you see them in the subway. And I bet you the people will uh, kind of cooperate with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's, you know, one of the biggest uh, things going on. And that's taking place at the end of May. It's interesting about the HBC Festival. It's kind of there's sort of a push pull relationship with the local authorities. I think <laughs> they don't quite want to, you know, uh, recognize it and legitimize it uh-huh. as 100 percent. You know, they'll provide the police and whatnot, but um, they could do more for this festival. They could pedestrianize the street, they could put out trash cans, they could make it almost into that same sort of spirit as the high Itaewon festival that they have right. on the main drag. But I think then the, you know, it, it because it's like privately organized, right. I think that's one of there you go. the things. And I, I know a lot of the organized festival organizers are um, foreigners. Mm-hmm. So um, if there is language barrier, that might be a little bit difficult, which is why it might not happen. Hmm. But, you know, um, at the same time, yeah, it's becoming more and more uh, diverse with, you know, a lot of Koreans coming as well. So, yeah, really fun 
festival to check out at the end of May. Um, and then there's, of course, I just want to mention like very briefly two more, uh-huh. which is the Seoul Spring Festival of Chamber Music. So that's if you're into, you know, classical music, right? right. Which is a little bit different from the other things we've been talking about so far. Uh, but it's, um, you know, coming back this year with a French team theme, right? Like a lot of things for the uh, anniversary of the French-Korean diplomatic ties, right? Mm. And that's taking place at Sejong Chamber Hall a little bit sooner from May 17th to the 19th. There's also Green Plugged Seoul, which is the environmentally conscious music festival. Uh, And I heard that this crowd here is a little bit older than maybe uh, you know, Ultra Music Festival or Uh HBC Fest, but um, I really like the idea of promoting the green lifestyle. Excellent idea. Uh, and uh, can you throw out a couple of uh, bands that'll be there? Um, there's the Kim Chang-wan band, Lee Seung-wan, who's a really big name, Local, Grey, Kukestein, No Brain. Right? So I think a lot of different collections of bands are going so, to be So uh, a multi-genre kind of right. festival, too. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to squeeze in this summer. I think if I manage to make it to the Seoul Jazz Fest, then uh, I'm doing okay. And maybe I'll, I'll see you at Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'll have my glow stick. All right. Uh, Hannah Yoon from Time Out Seoul Magazine, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. And that'll wrap up today's edition of Koreascape. The show is produced by Christina Saul with associate production by Jamie Lee and Nikki Kim. GP1 is our writer. I'm Kurt Asian. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for all the links and things like that. Koreascape is the handle. Tune in tomorrow at 9 a.m. We're going to have a Beatles tribute band called the Counterfeit Beatles. Find out what they're doing in Korea. And we can't leave you without playing a little jazz after all of that jazz talk. So we leave you with one of the acts performing in this year's Seoul Jazz Fest, Na Hee Gyeong, Arirang with Brazilian Sound. <laughs>